I'm your host Matt with me tonight. I got Ryan Alvarez and the front man himself, D White. Right here, ready to rock and roll. We got uh we got some fun, fun stuff. Um so just just want to go go right into it. Yeah, we were just literally talking about it a okay. second ago. <laughs> a bunch of news. So first off, uh if you haven't been Keeping up with WWE, I know we haven't talked about a whole lot of it since uh, since WrestleMania, um, for reasons. <laughs> right. Um, the show sucks. Just lost a career versus title match on SmackDown, so he's already been moved to the alumni section. He's been banished from SmackDown now. A lot of people think he's going to show up on Raw. There's some mm-hmm. he's going to show up on NXT. Um, there was also word that his contract doesn't expire in September, but. I don't know if that means it's earlier or later. Right. Yeah, I thought the match stipulation was just banned from SmackDown. Yeah, that's what I, that was my understanding. So that's what it said. That's, what it said. that's I, literally what it said. The, yeah. There's there's not a need for him on Monday Night Raw to get just pushed to the you know mid card already. So let's just throw him down at NXT. I think they need yeah. a rejuvenating face boost down there um i think you can have an incredible series of matches with you know insert heel name here versus daniel bryan or insert tweener here versus daniel bryan like mm-hmm. you can have any match you want on nxt now there are some people that think he needs to go outside of the wwe umbrella i think if it's anywhere in one place only it is Ring of Honor to eventually be inducted into the Hall of Fame along with Samoa Joe. And I'm riding that train until Joe shows up in AEW. Okay. It ain't going to be AEW, though. Okay. You know it's going to be Impact to challenge Kenny Omega for the title at Slammiversary, baby. Uh, okay. look, look, here's my question. Here, yeah, this is all I'm going to ask, all right? Daniel Bryan has broken the fourth wall and talked about Kenny Omega recently on a podcast. Which match do you think is more likely? Joe versus Omega or Daniel Bryan versus Omega? Joe versus Omega, for sure. That's because... all I needed to hear. So, up next. No, no, nope, no. You nope. can't just skip over we're that. We're talking WrestleMania back. No. Baby. no you can't just not. skip over that because you got to think mm-hmm. about you got to think about Kenny Omega's um, schedule he's going to have at least over the next six months or let's even talk about up to the 90 day no compete clause okay right um, because 90 day well up until the point where samoa joe is a free agent okay okay because okay. he's go ahead i know i'm gonna let you finish ryan because i got a quick thing 
No, you're good. I was just gonna say Kenny Omega's schedule is pretty booked. I think mm-hmm. to the point where, do we want to be? Do do we want to invest in storyline? Like we're gonna get at least you know Christian Cage on AEW. We're at least gonna get Mox, maybe even Eddie Kingston. We're gonna get the Hangman match we need. Um, and then just on Impact alone, you know he's got to defend the title. So you're looking at Eddie Edwards, Moose, potentially Ace Austin, potentially a rematch of Rich Swan, oh, potential gosh. match with Willie Mack, Chris wow. Chris Bay, uh, and dude. on top of that. I don't even know when Triple Mania is because I haven't looked yet. But we had the announcement um, over the weekend, and Andrade made the challenge uh, to Kenny Omega. So he spread himself pretty thin. He spread himself pretty thin. So I, I don't know if we're going to throw these one-offs in there just to, you know, appease the masses. Yeah, well, it's, it's also, um, don't forget, I mean – that's that's part of being a triple champion. I mean, think about Ric Flair and back in the uh, in, in the territory days. I mean, he was wrestling every single night and twice on Sundays uh, all over the, the the country. I mean, I think that's kind of what they're trying to harken back to. Really, is that traveling champ? You know, the the, the one champ. Like, okay, the, every territory has a guy, but then there's a guy, right? The guy is Kenny Omega. Let me throw out a couple things, if I may, uh, if you will. July 14th, when everyone's no compete clause. Let me, let me refresh your memory, boys. Slammiversary does not currently have a date. It's just set for July. Okay, okay. July 14th, the, which is when everyone's no complete clause is up. What day of the week Wednesday. is that? It's a Wednesday. And you Wednesday. Know what that means. You know what that means. Um, and, but I, I was going to throw something out. This might even be a segue, but I'm going to throw it out anyway. Uh, Kenny Omega is sitting there and reportedly a former Impact World Champion who never lost the belt is uh, reportedly on the verge of signing. So maybe that former Impact World Champion might want to show up and uh, issue a challenge since they never lost the belt. I will belt. boo that decision. I, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now. I will boo that decision. Out of everyone who I want Kenny Omega to face, that one is I, – I don't care about that match. I don't care. Okay. Well, you can be a hater. I'm just telling you. It's not being a hater. Lot, lots of things. Lot, lot, lots of things can happen. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. And, and what, where, whatever, whatever direction they go with that, and um, you know, that's probably not going to happen. I mean, but I, mean, I just thought I'd throw that out there because you know, I, I don't you care know, that. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down so, with Tessa all day. I'm gonna put it out there right now. If Tessa Blanchard shows up and challenges for the world's title, AEW's women's division is DOA. Yeah. Hundred percent, because because the vision at this point, exactly. Okay, I don't care what you've done in a prior in a in a prior place. Okay, and I will die on this hill as well. Camille said it when she came on to talk and talked to us. Uh, shout out to Camille. Um, that intergender wrestling is not believable. Um, there are certain e- examples where you can make it that that way. But nine times out of ten, it's it's just not you. You can't you you can't suspend you know dis disbelief to that extent. Um, okay. You 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 can't say that a five four, one hundred forty pound woman is going to put the boots to a six four two sixty five guy. Now, if it's you know 
if it's not a wrestling match and it's like uh you know judo or something of that nature that's one of those differing circumstances you know but if it's a professional wrestling match there's just no believability there and okay. you're coming into AEW who wants a who is very much so focused on wins losses statistics you're not going to come in and throw that all for a loop just because you want to make you know Tessa compete with men Okay, I'm not going to say that's po- – really, honestly, if you add Tessa to AEW, I think the women's division has been improving steadily as they added people mm-hmm. Chris Stat- Satlander back. I think she, she – I'm, and I'm not even saying that that could happen. I mean, it could. Obviously, it's a, it's a storyline you could run with. I don't think they're going to. I think she's going to come and be the – you know, she's going to be there right there at the top of the, in the women's division. Here's the thing, though. Um, I agree with – I would have agreed with everything you said – and, and, and even, I mean, you've heard me on this show go talk about, you know, Rey Mysterio against the big show and stuff like that and how mm-hmm. I understand it. Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard was a very good match. And, and they, they made me believe it and they put her and she, and it wasn't, I mean, I, it, it, I believed it when it happened, I was invested in the match. Now, with that being said, it's not always the case and it's probably rarely the case. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, and there's very few people that can pull that off. Now, if I wheel this back to Kenny Omega, um, I think I think the fact that we have a ton of people who could give you know Kenny Omega intriguing matchups, great matches, uh, storylines. I mean, there's a many many story. I mean, we got we talk about people from Japan. Even I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff that could happen. So uh, I'm all, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And let me just tell you. Um, is there anyone in WWE that has that story even close to it? No, not that, not, not Drew, not Bobby Lashley, not Roman Reigns, none of them. So I'm, I'm about it. Kenny, Kenny Omega is the man and let's go. With it. Here's, here's what I think works to Kenny and AEW and, and all these companies currently with having him go on this belt collector spree. Impact tapes just about once every, it feels like two months right now. Yeah, I think it's like six weeks. Yeah. So essentially, you only have that to worry about for Impact. AEW is every other week. All right. Trips down to Mexico. I mean, AAA, he, he only shows up there, it feels like, you know, every. It's like twice a year. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's kind of what they try to do with their mega championship. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the best of the best, and it's only defended at primetime <laughs> events. Yeah, I think Ray Phoenix had like 18 months and defended it once or something. Yeah. And then lost it to Kenny. <sighs> lost it to so, Kenny, yeah. And I think, Ryan, you're right in that there's a long list of challengers mm-hmm. for Kenny Omega. I think Hangman, you're going to wait on that one until <laughs> – I think a while. I mean, him losing clean to Brian Cage is going to drop him, which is good. I think that's really smart. We haven't talked about AEW yet, but yeah, that's really smart. Brian Cage beat him pretty clean. I mean, yeah. He beat his ass before the match. but Yeah, there was some pre-match shenanigans. But uh, yeah, that's going to drop Hangman in the rankings. So I really think we should hold off on Hangman until we eventually get have Hangman win the belt. I think that's ultimately where that is. Cage, I think, is going to be the next pay-per-view challenger. Okay. Um, looking at just how they're winning matches lately. I think that's how that's going to end up working out. Which I think See, will be and, by the time he yeah. gets, he's going to face 
Cage. He'll beat he'll beat the people in front of him in the rankings for the most part. Yeah, and that's what I was just gonna get at is that my original theory was, you know, Christian Cage his de- his debut on Dynamite was him almost hitting kill switch on Omega. Yeah, and that they haven't come back to it yet. But I think this is a perfect way to get there, though, is Cage versus Cage. Um, you know, and I know they haven't specifically done one of these, like, hey, winner winner gets a shot at double or nothing. But I feel like the uh, rankings do do that for them. So I feel like sooner rather than later, we might get one, two, Christian Cage and Hang or Christian Cage, Brian Cage, too many cages and pages. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then they'll just say the number one ranked guy gets the title shot. Yeah. All right. And it ties in the story. It's great. Over on Impact, I, I, I don't think we're going to get a Rich Swan rematch. No, but we are going to get an Eddie Edwards match. I do think Eddie Edwards is the next guy, and that makes sense. Uh, I, I know. Look, 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 we've all talked about it and how we don't, we're not, we're not pretty high on Eddie Edwards right now. But it makes the most sense. I almost feel like Kenny should have took the belt off of Eddie Edwards. Uh, remember when Eddie won the title? What? Oh God, July last year. Yeah. It, oh my lord, it's almost been a year. It's right. He wanted. It was, he wanted. He wanted to. No, he wanted to say anniversary. Yeah, wasn't that July? Right. right that oh was, no! Wait. Oh no! Or wait. Did did Rich? No. Was it no. Eddie Edwards no. won at Slam anniversary, then lost. That's right. To Eric Young on yeah, TV. And uh, Eric Young lost to Rich Swan. One. So yeah. it, it makes sense because remember how much they plugged that Eddie Edwards is the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, that works. It works storyline wise. I think Kenny Omega needs to take the heart and soul of the company. Moose is mm-hmm. in the same position as Hangman Page, in my opinion. You're not going to put him there to have him lose the, t- the title opportunity yet. I don't think we're going right. to What I think everyone needs to realize is Kenny Omega is probably still going to have the belts January, February of next year. Mm-hmm. People need now, to we can't hop mm-hmm. a ticket. That can't no. And I think you make this a big deal. You run this all the way. If you can swing it, you got to run this all the way for a wrestle kingdom. Yeah. Even further, if you can. Yeah, I think, I think definitely, I, I definitely think Slammiversary all all out is like the first point we got to get get to, and then from there it's gonna be wrestle kingdom. Yeah, can you imagine Kenny Kenny with all the belts? Challenging for the IWGP World Title. I mean, seriously, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Um, hey, Russell. Oh, anyway, um, let me go back and say this: Triple Mania is in August. There's no date, but it's traditionally held in August. So, yeah. um, so we'll get the, uh, you know, we'll have that. Probably, I guess, was that be Slammiversary? Will be before that. So Slammiversary will be July. Yeah. So, so that's. You know, the the cool part is that we're having all these conversations, and these these things are all possible. Yeah, we're yeah. we're not just we're not just crazy talking, you know, fantasy booking stuff. This is stuff that legit can happen. All this stuff is real. And there's a lot of lot of motion, a lot of a lot of consensus here. Nick Aldis versus Kenny Omega. Oh gosh. And, and look, I'm gonna put this out there into the world. This would probably be the biggest match. For Nick Aldis in the past two, three years. Probably his biggest match since he faced Cody. 
Yeah, since he won the belt from Cody, it was at the, the 75th anniversary. I don't know. I was thinking since he lost the belt to Cody. Oh, probably. When he won the title back, I, I swear, I don't think anyone was watching as much. I think we all were kind of like, cool. Uh, I was. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I was. Like, there was just everything else happening. Everything else was right, like, right. true. So, I mean, this could be the biggest match for Nick Aldis in years. And just the technician that Nick Aldis is versus Kenny Omega. I mean, well, 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 since we're doing this whole thing about that, well, then, I mean, here's another name that, that we could throw out there, too, that that's probably more real than others um, that, if, that aren't there already is Daga, you know, because Daga just dropped his Latin American title, um, you know, as a triple A guy, Hey, yeah. come in and challenge to AEW because that's a rumor that they're, that he, he's signing along with Tessa. Um, Daga's a good guy. He's a top guy in Mexico yeah. for sure. So it's, and, and he certainly looks the part and um, he looked good in it when he was in impact, when they were still, uh, you know, he, they, Right before they, when they were still doing uh, Impact Act, you know, on um, uh, <laughs> the, the channel no one had, and I was the only one watching before they went to Access TV. Um, so oh, wasn't yeah, it like I, you I know, the Outdoor that. Network or something? The Pursuit Channel. That's right. There which you is, go. Which yeah. Is, yeah, Pursuit. Which I thank God. I don't know something. I it's funny because I have Dish Network. And I had every channel when they were on Pop. I had that. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. I never missed a. I never missed a beat because I was literally like one of fifteen people that was watching at that time. <laughs> Everybody else was on Twitch. But anywho, I'm just saying it's just amazing. We can sit here and rattle off all these names, and it's and it's not just us rattling off names. It's all legit. It's all real. It all could happen. And uh, I'm excited as heck, dude. I'm really excited. Yeah, um, so just kind of close up there because we just put a whole lot into that. Worth it. You know, Daga and Tessa Blanchard rumored to be heading to AEW. Um, and look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and we'll have this conversation as well before we completely move on here. If, if the roster is cool with Tessa being there mm -hmm. or they can, they can make amends to fix it, they're gonna, because yeah. I'm just gonna be real with you. I don't, I don't see Tessa and Swole having a match if they're not on the same page. I don't, I don't see Swole, you know, letting that sit. If I'm being honest with you, just because she was one of the big outspoken people. Yeah, yeah and, and, I and think, you know, I think. I, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm, I'm gonna just say one of the things I hope they don't do is they don't bring her in as heel Tessa Blanchard. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna re, re, you know do some rehabilitation of the reputation, you can't do that. You can't lean into the villain thing. So you know you really do have to. She does have to be a face, I think. And and yeah. But I, I mean, as as great as Swole is, I mean, I'll take I'll take Tessa Blanchard over three big Swoles. <laughs> um, so the hot rumor is that she is going to come in with a sort of redemption-esque storyline. And there have been talks that they are going to use some of the um, outside scenarios within her storyline to build that redemption storyline. That's good. Here's my only thing, all right? And that... if, if you're going to go that route, kind of need, I think, people to come out and be like, 
All right. Let, let's see what you got to say, at least. You know? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she's going to get booed out of the building. And I don't I, think so. I, I, I do, because look at what happened. I'm wearing the guy's shirt right now. When Marty was backstage at New Japan Strong stuff, people were outraged still, and no one had seen him for months. That's, yeah, yeah, but that's a way different story, dude. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking, we're talking apples and oranges. I I don't know, man. Like yeah. I, I think yes. generally, well, generally being a jerk and maybe or maybe not whispering a racial slur at someone is way different than pedophilia. Okay, no, I'm with you. Way I'm different. with you on that, and I agree with that. What I'm saying is. I don't think wrestling fans are, are getting Look at the people seen. on Twitter currently who are also just waiting for uh, waiting for it to call Tony Khan a hypocrite, waiting to just be like... Yeah, but dude, wrestling... Twi- Twitter's a garbage fire, dude. You cannot... Twist, that's, that's Twitter wrestling. That's way different than sort of you guys... All, I mean, the example I give... Is did did Hulk Hogan get booed out of the building at WrestleMania? No. Yes. Okay, he should have. He did. He should have. He, he did spit on. No, he didn't get booed out of the building. He got booed. He, he but, got but booed talk- pretty loud. They they piped in cheers. He got booed right. loud. But, but the but the point uh, is, but the live but, video, he he got booed and it was bad. But the point the point is what what Hulk, even though Hulk Hogan is you know an icon, what he did is. And plus, they stood him right next to Titus O'Neil. That was a redemption story that they tried to shove in your face. I think I think AEW's too smart for it. I think, and and it, this isn't this, and this isn't that. You know what I mean? So I, I'm 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 not with you on this. I don't think I think re- wrestling Twitter is such a small. Um, sorry, guys. I'm gonna just go ahead and throw this. Like, it's like the it's like the asshole collection, right? Of all the extreme opinions. And 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 so it's it's not representative of your regular fan. I think most fans like to see a redemption story. Um, I do. And 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 somebody be contrite and say, yeah, I was an idiot when I was young and stupid. Now I don't want to be like that anymore. People like that kind of story, especially if it's mm-hmm. sincere. Now, what you what you don't want to do though is, like I said, is bring her in and then have her lean into that asshole story because basically she was she played has played a character, especially look at the women of wrestling. Of that was like she just accentuated that part of her personality, right? The mm-hmm. I'm better than you, you're a piece of garbage, and that attitude. It was sort of like you know, like it just yourself, uh, yourself turned up to eleven. I think when she was on her run um, against Sammy Callahan and that, you know, to the title and being pushed, she as a baby face. I mean, she was cheered, and so that's sort of the last memory in the wrestling ring we had of her right um this stuff that's on twitter and things and the rumors and things like that i think maybe you're giving it a little more weight than it has of course maybe i'm just a mark for tesla so so i'll put it so i'll put it so i'll put it this way um because i've kind of sat back and i've kind of listened to everything and then it made me remember why you know tesla doesn't have a job right now to begin with it's because she used impact and her world title run as leverage so nobody signed her and then when all of that was happening allegations started to come up okay now there were now there now now there were allegations prior but when she was sitting out 
allegations more more started to come out. So she sat on the sidelines. So now we're here in 2021 where you have three, you know, you know, average Joe's, you know, on a on a on a small podcast who actually love, you know, the sport of professional wrestling. Okay. I, for one, am more than willing, um, you know, as as egregious as the errors that she's made are, I want to see good professional wrestling. And I'm sure that with Tony Khan's history of discipline, um, I'll and and this is a, and this is another apples and oranges, but Sammy Guevara's incident, um, as far as you know, talking about Sasha Banks, um, he acted pretty swift on that. Um, and that's and you know, like I said, not the same, but he has a pretty good history of hey, things come up, we act pretty quick. Um, so I feel like it's gonna be everything is on the table. If you're coming in, you know, if you know, we start to hear you know rumors again and things start to come up, you're gone because that that's that, that's not a hit. If things start to come up again, the AEW can take the risk of keeping her on the roster. Hmm. It's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be very interesting. Um, I I don't know if you you push in to the heel aspect. I'm not saying go all in on like I'm a racist or anything like that. But like if you push into the whole I'm a cut above the rest of the women. That I mean, if she's gonna be booed anyway, you might as well use that for fuel. Oh my lord. The message I just saw pop up on my phone. Break the news, Matt. Eva Marie is back in WWE. Uh, and that wasn't even the news that I wanted. But yeah. God bless. Well we we did get um AJ Styles and uh, almost, uh, I mean done. almost. <laughs> uh, they 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 opened the show. They're oh, that's good. That's good. All right, well let's let's hit the last little bit for WWE here, so I can move forward. Yeah. Right now we only have three title matches, unless that has changed, um, in the thirty-seven minutes that we've been on here. Uh, right now that is the triple threat match between Bobby Drew and Braun. For the WWE title. Have we ranted about that on the air? What? Bobby, Drew, and Braun triple threat title match. I don't know. know, uh, I don't want to. Let me something. I'm going to to abstain. Give me two minutes. All I ask. Give me two minutes. I'm I'm, I'm going to give you one because I'm not going to argue or say anything. That's fine. That's fine. This is stupid. And let me tell you why this is stupid. All right? Obviously, he defended the WWE title in a triple threat match against Drew and Braun Strowman. On paper, that's fine. I'm all for that. Someone's there to eat the pin. I think Braun Strowman's going to get pinned. It sucks, but you know what? There's a storyline reason why he should be in this match. So instead of using said storyline reason of he was due a championship match from winning Survivor Series, we had him and Drew go 50-50 in the past three weeks. Additionally, they're still getting beat up by T-Bar and Mace, which, dear God, please fix their names. Uh, I'm happy that we got the masks <laughs> fix their names now. All right? But why would you have the two guys challenging for the belts lose 
in three weeks. Both of them have lost to each other. And I get it. You're building stars. You're doing this. They didn't have to lose. Neither of them had to lose. Drew contractually obligated rematch. Braun Strowman earned his match from uh, Survivor Series and beating Shane McMahon. He's finally getting it. Done. Storyline written in for triple threat match where none of them, none of them have to eat a pin between WrestleMania and Backlash. It's done. You could have done that. You aren't protecting your wrestlers by having them lose regularly on TV. I shouldn't care if Drew gets pinned now because we've seen him lose at Mania and we've seen him lose on TV. Yeah, I I, I know. Dwight's right. It's such (laughs) a... This is so, <laughs> have the written meaning to have a solid storyline to protect your talent. You have the written meaning to protect the characters. All right. Similarly to how we are frustrated by the Fiend losing at WrestleMania and them not doing anything with it on TV after the first night where they're just like, hey, ha, we're moving on. Have we seen the Fiend since then? I'm, try- I'm no. trying to think, and I don't think we have. No, but hey, Matt. Yeah. Unnecessary losses that didn't need to happen. Yeah, Matt, but let me just tell you. I got, ex- I got, um, God, I don't know how you, like, I know mansplaining and femsplaining is a thing. But anyway, that I got, explaining? yeah, I got, I got, I had a, speaking of Twitter, um, I had a WWE mark explain to me how they had really, really done well with the feed and how. That he that how they just keep um, making all these different layers. To I the can answer right and, now. They didn't. They're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, it was it was like seven paragraphs, and I I hit him with the um. To, yeah, I'm not reading all that. <laughs> I'm not reading all that, but yeah. Sorry about your, right. your The one thing I the one thing I will say, everything that you just said about the triple threat going back and forth. It sounds so eerily familiar from three years ago when we had at what at at Royal Rumble. It was it was the main event. I know oh it wasn't the main event, sorry. I know this because Jeff and I did the ref bump on it. It was Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, or not, it was Brock Lesnar, it was Kane, it was Braun Strowman. Yeah. And this is a lot like that. I don't care who gets pinned. I don't care. You don't, you're not making me care about the product. So why watch it? And then when people say, you know, oh, Daniel Bryan's going to show up on Raw, why should I care? Yeah. Once again, like, can I, can I talk about some good, some good wrestling? Yeah, talk about some good wrestling. Give me my last 10 seconds here. WWE. Has all the pieces to be successful, and I feel like they they purposefully choose not. And I know there are people who sit on this show who would sit here and disagree with me on that, but they're wrong. And this idea is wrong. You have all the pieces to be successful. You have handwritten storylines delivered to you. How easy is it to be better and not change the script 10 minutes before the show? Just do it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Where's my Give the reins to Trina. 
Uh, speaking of that, if I, um, you, uh, let me uh, oh. you guys talk, talk a couple weeks ago about when they did the SEC filing and they talked about how much each person made in WWE. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, my gosh. So together, Stephanie McMahon and Paul Levesque um, make more than Vince McMahon. So they that doesn't they make, surprise me. Yeah, they, they oh, it's Both about the same action interviews. How do people have gone on to that? Vince doesn't talk unless he has to anymore. Right. Yeah. Vince, is st- Vince McMahon still pulls in a $1.4 million salary. And of course, his stock awards are way are out of the just, I mean, gosh, last year, Kennedy, with all the. Hey, man, but look, stuff. they had to make budget cuts. Yeah, they did. Uh, Nick Khan, the president, makes $498,000 a year. Paul Levesque, $724,000 a year. Stephanie McMahon, $720,000. They make exactly the same salary. Seven seven thousand twenty four and one fifteen. Wow. Um, yeah, Christina Salem, CFO, makes three hundred sixty five thousand. Frank Riddick, uh, the interim finance CFO, seven hundred eighty two thousand. The uh, co president, uh, George Barrios, makes nine hundred seventy one thousand. But uh, Nikki James needed her stuff sent to her in a garbage bag. So anyway, once again, that, so there. I could rant on this for hours. Yeah, but I just want to so, leave it there so we can talk yeah. about other good wrestling. So let's let's finish up triple triple mania here because we you do son of a gun. Andrade, don't worry, we're getting there. I know what you want to talk about. Triple A mania. Uh, Andrade has challenged out for Kenny Omega, but that's not the only champion who was challenged at triple uh, for triple mania. We have Correct. a new uh, a new uh, well for triple A, it's like their women's title. Yes. The Reynas de Reynas. Ray, the Queen of Queens. Yep. Um, who is... Charlotte Flair is not in, not in this match. No, um, it was Taya. It was Taya. Yeah, Fab- Fabi Apache. And um, then... Um, who won? I want to tell you a fatal four-way. Or maybe it was five-way. Well, well it, was a vac- it was vacated when Taya signed with NXT. Because she it was Taya Valkyrie. And so, um, so on commentary for this match was Impact World Women's Champion Gianna Perazzo, who then decided after the match to step down and say, "Hey, let's go title for title at Triple Mania." Obviously, Gianna's going to jump. Gianna Perazzo. That's a no. That's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. Gianna Perazzo, belt collector. Although, if you're going to get the title off of her, this might be a way to do it. I don't see it happening. I, she well, may not win this. Yeah, it may be one of those, like, when Harley Race wrestled Bob Backlund in Madison Square Garden, and it just ended in some sort of screw job, double disqualification, no contest, or something like that, which which happens. So, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate that, but I'm, I'm excited about the match. That's not the match I'm excited, most excited about. If you ask me, there's so, another match on the card yeah. I'm excited about. Gianna Perazzo, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yep. I'm happy she's going to have something new, and maybe we're actually going to get some, some of that on Impact, which would be good, in my opinion. Yeah. Additionally, sure. there was another new champion who was crowned uh, in this past week. We have a new Ring of Honor TV champion. You Tony. son of a gun. You cut right into <sighs> my thing. You want to take it from here? The match was out, was outstanding. 
Okay, if you're not watching Ring of Honor on a weekly basis, you're not doing the right things with your life. Okay, because first, first of all, the the episode in the episode overall was great. Why? Because the bouncers got back together. Guys, this is what we need in our lives. Okay. BCB Dixon lost lost their match against OGK. Um, Brian was on commentary, and the whole time he's like, "I just, I just don't get it, man. You know, I just, I, I think there's more to you know wrestling than you know winning, you know." And then just it, it was so well done, progressively throughout the match. His tone changes, his 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 responses get shorter. At the end of the match, he goes in and he looks at BCB and is like, you were right the entire time. And then kicks the ever-living crap out of Dixon, kicks him out of the ring. Big bear hug. Guys, this 15-minute spot was better than, than anything I've seen on Raw. Guys. Oh, it, that's not hard. It's not, but that goes to show you what kind of product, you know, you know the number one show that WWE puts on. Um, but yeah, to Matt's point, new Ring of Honor, world television champion, um, <laughs> de- defeating hot sauce Tracy Williams is Tony Deppin. I know, right. D.Y., you're, you're a big fan of Tony Deppin from when you saw him over WrestleMania weekend. I like Tony mm-hmm. Deppin as well. He is fantastic. Yeah. I think this was an excellent call. Um, obviously, the Code of Honor was adhered to. So, excellent episode. It's free on fight. Get to Ring of Honor. It's better than what WWE is doing right now. It is. Hey, and here's the thing, too. I mean, Tony Deppin is one of those guys, and when you see him um, these days, he's a guy that easily could – as great as Ring of Honor is, he's not going to be in Ring of Honor. He's, He's got a bright future ahead of him. Um, so I think he's he's one of those guys that we're going to see uh, on on Wednesday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or, or Thursday. Got to ho- hopefully not Monday or Friday. Um, pr- pretty soon, Tony Deppin is is top notch. Great on the mic. Um, sort of a you know he's he's I mean he definitely could be like just a just a top notch, almost like sort of. Remember when the well, I, I always bring up old stuff, but when they had the Nation of Domination and then they brought in The Rock, right? And he just knew he was going to be the star, right? I think, I think there's a chance that Tony, that's kind of what Tony Deppin ends up doing. So, anyway, I'm all, I'm all about that. I love Ring Bomb for sure. And finally, the last title change we're going to talk about, Ryan, you want to take it away? Ah, yes. I wanted to build um, up the excitement for you. Wrestling Don't Talk, who was this morning, it was it was a pretty decent car. There was only one match that I took a dump on. Um, but I'm going to run through the results real quick, if I can. Um, Bullet Club, consisting of Evil, Yujiro, Ishimori, and Dick to go. Uh, going over Yano, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Tiger Mask, and... Your favorite Matt Master Watto. I still don't know what he Watto, is. Watto, Watto. He just sounds like. Um, a... I, I have to throw that out there. He just sounds like a fighting type Pokemon. Yeah, he does. Watto, 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 Watto. 
every time. Take it away. Sorry. Sorry. You're okay. good. Chaos, um, Okada, and Rapongi 3K going over Suzuki Goon. That'd be Desperado, Suzuki, and Kanamaru. Eight man tag Los Ingobernables, De Japon, Bushi, Sonata, Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito going over the United Empire. Will Ospreay, Great Khan, Jeff Cobb, and Aaron Hanare. Zack Sabre Jr. going over Tongaloa. Um, since Zack Sabre Jr. won, the Dangerous Techers will receive a future IWGP World Tag Team title match. Um, and then this is the match that I, if I never have to watch this match again, I'll be super happy. It is, um, it is the ladder match for the, uh, for the Iron Finger from Hell. Um, and it was Tamatanga versus Tai Chi, and this match was awful. <laughs> this match, stipulation aside, was absolutely awful. Um, I first of all, this match was 27 minutes, it did not have to be. That's not what this should have been. This should have been a 10 minute match, tops. Um, Second of all, it looked like there was a serious injury about halfway through this Tamatonga land really weird. And it's like everything just stops. So you don't know if it's a work, it's a shoot, if somebody's coming into the ring to check on. Like nothing happened. It was just non-movement. And I'm like, can mm. something can something just effing happen? This has been the most frustrated I've ever been watching New Japan. And I can safely say I've been watching it since before I've met Matt and Pat. Like, it is the most frustrated I've ever been. And it's because we didn't know what we were doing. I get the concept of the match and why it was there, but it's, it's almost a half hour. Um, there's a five-minute spot in the middle where, we, where nothing happens. And we recently watched uh, G1 Supercard over the weekend, Jeff, Jeff and I. And it almost reminded me of the three-way ladder match between Taven, Jay Lethal, and Marty Skrull. Is that there was a spot, then there was this open air time to set up the next spot. And it just, as a fan, it takes you out of the moment that the ladder match is supposed to build. It's supposed to build suspense. It's supposed to build tension, you know? And we just have these moments. Spot, oh, that spot was really great. Long, dead pause, you know, getting to the next spot. And this is, this might be the worst New Japan match I've seen. And I know I'm being hard on it, but it was just, it was, this was exhausting. But it was all worth it. It was all worth it because we have a new never overweight champion as, as Go Ace is defeated by the Switchblade. Jay White, he has won every championship in New Japan as of this win. 
Um, this match was out was was outstanding. Yes, Matt. I just want to throw in there. He did call himself the uh, the uh, real belt collector. He did correct. Oh, oh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. See, yeah. Pins. Yeah. Um, this match is great. Um, first viewing, I have it four and a half stars out of five. Um, I will probably go back and watch it because I'm a Jay White mark. But for how many ever they, you know, how many ever neg negative things that people say on the show about Jay White, um, he he is he is more than just a mid card guy. He is more than just an upper mid card guy or a lower main main event guy. Okay, um, and what he's done since the start of the pandemic has been nothing short of just outstanding work and it shows. So all you Jay white haters get, get, get to watching this stuff now. Okay. Over the last six months to a year, it's all good stuff. Well, I, I, I think the uh, it's a case where he probably wasn't ready. Like when he got that, you know, when he won the belt at, uh, at Russell kingdom, and they and really they put Bullet Club on his back. They tried I, to make him Kenny Omega. Yeah, and he wasn't like, ready. Before yeah. he was in the company for a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that it and, and so now, now you could do it, and it would be a way different story. Yes, yes, agreed, agreed completely, agreed completely. There. All right. Any any last remarks on Dentaku, night two? Um. Oh yeah. Night two, um, the main matches. Yeah, the main two two matches because you know how New Japan books it's a lot of tag player. Oh, yeah. Um, we we get Desperado defending his uh, junior heavyweight championship against Yo, uh, and then uh, Will Osprey defending against Shingo Takagi. Guys, I don't know. Uh... I don't know, man. There's just something about Yo. Uh, you know, that guy, he's a future New Japan Cup winner. Yo don't know what you're talking about. I was curious to say, Yo needs a different name. <laughs> I was spoofing. No, oh. Okay, okay. Right. I thought you were. Let's talk. I was, really, I was like, did, did, did Ben just like photobomb this episode? <laughs> That's what I thought was happening. There you go, Ben. That one's for you. <laughs> so, blood and guts. Yep. We're going to talk blood and guts. Let's preview this show here because I got to tell you, the road to blood and guts that was put up on YouTube today, oh, my God, I am ready. I am so ready. Cinco de Mayo is uh, Wednesday. and It is. And, look, I might be a mark or two in by the time this match happens. Do we want to get together for this? Just as a side note, let me let me make sure I have all my work done. All right. Don't know it's finals week for me. So done. <laughs> I was just saying, man. That's a teaching life. You know, oh, whatever. I'm not even going going down <laughs> down down the road of what could happen if WWE had a show on Cinco de Mayo. Whatever. So I think we it's. I've talked about the Mexicals. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's um, I think it's fair to say we've been waiting 14 months for this blood and guts match because it was supposed to be last March when the 
yeah. things started being shut down and yeah. it was scheduled and we thought we might still get it and then you know uh <laughs> so well, well so so the cool thing is like that's i'm i'm looking at it and i'm going okay can't we just call it war games can't we do that can we can we call it that uh, no. match, can we call can we call it the match beyond we call any of those things beyond. we call it the match beyond okay. i checked uh wwe has war games all locked up so okay. look dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes invented that match and you're right but his, so his son and everything else that wcw did and you know wwe still tries to lock that up uh, that's a whole conversation yeah. about another time here all right so i'm gonna run up this card here we're gonna i guess a mini a mini prediction show right here right here hey, let's do it the quick. quick let's do it quick. here for the cheap pops uh all right yeah. so we have a four-way tag team match for a future AEW world tag title shot SCU, that's Christopher Daniels and Frank Kazarian, versus Jurassic Express, versus Varsity Blondes, versus The Acclaimed. Mm-hmm. You, know what I'm, you know what I'm going to say. It's SCU. It's got to be SCU, even though... Otherwise, it, otherwise, what was the point of having them come out and talk to the Young Bucks last week? Right. When if they lose right. a, a tag match, they're done. This is, right. this is the example of booking themselves into a corner. Because I think any logical professional wrestling fan will look at this and say, oh, well, they just came out and confronted the Bucks, but now they're going to lose the next week and not be a tag team anymore? I'm so confused. Sometimes the predictable answer is the right answer. And this is the right answer. Yes, 100%. The acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed so much. No, but let, let me throw another one out there. What better way to get the acclaimed as the just worst heels ever than for them to screw over SCU and cause them to never be attacked again? Oh, it'd be I'm beautiful. just telling you. It would be right. Beautiful. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's what happens, and we get the acclaimed versus Young Bucks. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, I would I would be digging it, and I just found out that. When the acclaim signed their contracts, they were five year deals. Yeah. That's insane. That 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 shows that you have an eye for talent and you're locking it up. Yeah. For sure. That's my call. All right, let's go ahead and do the rest of them that I'm gonna be writing Britt about. Baker with Rebel or Reba, depending on who who you are, uh, is gonna have a match. We don't know against two yet. So I think uh, everyone, yeah, Britt Baker. She's she's gonna win the title here at the next pay per view. Uh, Agreed. Once again, these uh, all the right, uh, all the predictable answers are the right answers in my opinion here. Oh. Kenny Omega and MT Nakazawa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Don right. Callis versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I think this is easily the John Moxley Eddie Kingston victory over Nakazawa. Yeah. Yeah, yes. this match, okay, this was my one problem about Di- about Dynamite other than, you know, the whole Darby Allen BS. Um is you know, John Moxley's been wronged more than one time now and now so is Eddie Kingston. So, um 
you know, you're making all these threats, you know, and then you ask for a tag match. I'm very confused. Somebody enlighten me as to why we're threatening Kenny Omega and we're trying to break people's legs all for a tag match. Um, so here's my thought process on this. Because I am genuinely, I was genuinely up like, like, why not? Like, I think, I think Moxley and Kingston were originally probably looking at a tag title match at the pay per view, but I think that's been bumped up to on the way to the pay per view. Um, because maybe we'll do Moxley and Kingston versus the Good Brothers at the pay per view. Um, but I think this no, is also keep Eddie Kingston around the title because I think Eddie Kingston will have an opportunity at some point. He's got to pick up some singles wins here, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a, I, I think Moxley to separate him from Omega. That's my big thing. Well, and it's, and it's easy story to tell too. It's just like we we don't. I don't even worry about the title. I just want to get off, get my hands on. All right. Up next, singles match: Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Look. Yes. All right. Look. I don't know if everyone has watched the Road to Blood and Guts. The segment for QT Marshall is him talking to his therapist about all of this. And I have never been more in on QT Marshall than I am right now. Uh, this dude gets a lot of hate, I think, but I, I love all of this. This is actually, I think, one of my favorite things right now on Dynamite. So yeah. do you think this has been rushed at all? I don't. Because I don't think the big match is Cody versus QT. And I think, if anything, this isn't even going to really be a match. The way they have this set up, Arn Anderson's coming down with Cody, and QT is going to have all of all of the factory with him. Additionally, maybe we get another person joining in on the factory. My thought process on this is Cody Rhodes get his tail whooped. And it's going to be... Not clean. Mar- Marshall picks up the win here. And Dustin's been coming out with the bull rope for the past couple of weeks. I think we're going to get Dustin versus QT in a bull rope match at the pay per view. Another I Dustin hope versus QT match. Huh? Another Dustin versus QT match. Perfect. I, I think it'd be okay. uh, Maybe Cody versus go, uh, Bunkhouse match. Yeah, that, I think I think you go bunkhouse well, match, and that's where Cody gets his people. Revenge. People sighing at that. That bunkhouse match was fantastic. Yeah, don't overuse it. You that's, don't need that's to, my only. You guys being there makes sense for it. I think it's the same with the with you know the bull rope. It makes more sense. Um, so if you're going that route, then yeah, um, you know, I really thought that Cody Rhodes was going to get thrown off his bus. Last I week, <laughs> I did. I, did I, was, I was like, they're gonna have to write him off or something to go spend time with Brandy. How about and, closer we to baby coming? Well, we're in the same boat with Mox too. Yeah. Um, so um, that I'm unsure of, but I think you're right. I still think it's a little rush, though. Even if the long game is to get the bull rope match. Um, mm-hmm. Just by about a couple more weeks. It, it, everything has been great. 
I think I think just a little. I don't think he's been given enough time to be honest with with you, but it just yeah. seems it's a bit rushed. I'm not. Yeah, I agree. I I think the match to have. I think QT. I think QT wins. Do we all agree that QT wins and this goes on to something else? I'm I'm of two minds about it. QT either wins or Cody catches him uh, into the figure four, and Cody gets jumped while in. Um, so Cody could win by DQ. I I could definitely see, I could see Cody winning and then getting jumped after the match. I feel like if Cody wins, they need to do something stupid following the match. I'm talking like Raven crucifix. You need to do something. Uh, No, that's, we don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm talking like that level of violence. That that's oh my if, God. if Cody wins, you have to do something like that to Cody. <laughs> you know when the, you know when ECW did the Raven crucifix, they lost their yeah. TV contract, right? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying crucify Cody. Okay. It needs to be something that level of oh. Mess also, we broken. Also, we almost didn't get Kurt Angle as a professional wrestler because of that. Yeah. That's true, right? Yeah. Look, <laughs> look, clear <clears throat> you out. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, no, I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. It was the lesbian kiss that got them kicked off of the team. Yeah, there you um, go. that was. Yeah. And then Raw used that as a ratings dropper. <laughs> right. For, uh, for for like two three months. Thanks, Bishop. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm gonna butt in for two seconds. Uh, Charlotte has been added to the match at WrestleMania Backlash between Oscar and Rhea Ripley. Was it by Sonya Deville? Yes, it was. I, I like heel heel authority figure Sonya Deville. I'm I'm in on that. Um, yeah, too. All right. I just I love Sonya Deville. I can't wait for when she comes back to the ring and is wrestling. Yeah. I I will forever I think hate that fan for uh, costing us all this Sonya Deville time. Sonya Deville would have already been a women's champion by now. Yeah. All right. It's the match. It's time. It's blood and guts. It's the match beyond. It's inner circle versus the pinnacle. And uh, is this pinnacle? Is it, gets, hold on. Pinnacle gets the advantage. Uh, and oh, pinnacle has yeah. the advantage. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. Has this already been taped? I don't think so. I think that this is a live show because they they yeah. uh, found out they could increase their audience numbers for it. So I am since pandemic. You want to hear the not popular answer here? It's going to go to TV time. Oh God! Oh not. Nah. You have four other matches on this card plus this. If you don't book it correctly, you're either going to get a rushed finish, or you're going to go to TV time. And I think, you know, you don't hype up this match. Unless you get a decisive winner, but you know, if you just want to continue this storyline between these two, you have you know that's the way to do it because this is supposed to be the end all be all. This is supposed I, to be it. I cannot get with you on this one. I and that's and that's and that's fine. So I would you come into you, you can probably turn three out of the five matches on here. Into like three four minute 
segments. I can see that. Britt Baker um, buries someone. Kenny Omega sacrifices Nakazawa to uh, Kingston and Moxley to get the hell out. And Cody Rhodes versus QT doesn't happen at all. Well, it's um, back to the well, I mean, you got to so, think, it's going to take a half an hour just to get all the people in the ring. You know what I mean? I, I think that last hour of the show is going to be dedicated to that match. If yeah. so, and that would be a great decision. Um, I don't want to see any more of the inner circle versus the pinnacle after this. It kind of kills the blood and guts mystique of of the entire thing. It's know. supposed to be, it's supposed to be a feud ender. War games is supposed to be it. Yeah, but this isn't war games. That it that is. is the issue. This is the first. This is the first. Yes. So we don't we don't know what the expectation. Is. We understand that from prior shows, that have been it. But I mean, how many war games was Ric Flair in? That he continued the feud afterwards. Well, de- definitely the first. I mean, there was definitely two, like the first one, and then the second year they had it again. But um, you know, I, w- I will say if I remember, because the first one it was the Road Warriors, Dusty and uh, Nikita, right, with uh, Paul Ellering against the Four Horsemen and JJ Dillon, and of course JJ Dillon takes the he he takes the eats the pin, and it, or, or I, th- I think he was submitted. Or did he submit? Or yeah, he, he submitted. He yelled out. And but so it's like, but as I remember that match, I mean that match was really really good, but it didn't last very long once they were all in there. Right? It was it yeah. it, it didn't go another half hour. I mean it was it was it wasn't like the ones we've seen um, in NXT. Um, it wasn't like that at all. And it was like as soon as those last two people got in, it was they went to the finish. So. Um, maybe we do something like that, but yeah, I'm going to agree that I don't think this is a feud ender. I think this is like almost a feud starter. Like, I think really, this is the beginning of a long and twisted story that we end up maybe doing this again in a year. And I think I'm all there. I'm here for it. Yeah. So we had road warriors versus four horsemen. And that was both, uh, years back to back. Actually, no, sorry. That match happened twice within a month. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was a great American badge. Yeah. Right? So they did it. They did like the first, and then because that went, that was like a tour, and it was like the first night of the Great American Bash, and it was like the the end of the. Well, then they did again on a house show. Well, of course they in, did. In eighty eight. Yeah. yeah, of so, course they did. Beautiful. Well, then they like Barry. That was when Barry Windham was in the Four Horsemen too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, God, it was, just, it was such a good... I've got it on VHS sitting right beside me. I've got it oh right gosh. here beside me on VHS. VHS. So, my thought process with this... God, they, they did... Okay, no. No, they switched it out for, for uh, Road Warriors and Midnight Express versus Freebirds and Simone SWAT team. I was about to be yeah. like, they did it again in 89. Uh, Simone SWAT team, that's no joke. That was... Uh, what was that? That was Haku wasn't and, small. Haku and then Samu. So it was yeah, um, yeah, the yeah the Islanders so, essentially. If I'm I have to go watch Heroes of Wrestling again, I'm gonna be pissed. Here, here is the thing. <laughs> uh, I just think inevitably, what this is gonna lead towards is 
a one show that is just going to be straight up head-to-head Pinnacle versus Inner Circle. And it'll be Spears versus Guevara. Um, PMP versus uh, FTR. Wardlow versus Hager. And MJF versus Jericho. And, and maybe that's overkill for people. Maybe they, instead of doing it all in one night, they stretch it into a series and then do a Survivor Series-esque match, like a, a tag team elimination. Here's my thing. This is really the first match of the feud, though. Right. We right. can't have the first match just be it out of the gate. That's my only thing. It, it can be it for a while. Right. That's what I'm saying. We have... I, I'm going to say this right now. I think the Pinnacle has to win here. They will. Starters. I think they have to win here. Uh, I think you're right in the sense that the inner circle can afford to eat that loss. Well, and, and the Pinnacle's newer, and the Pinnacle yeah. needs to have that big marquee win that comes with this. So they can go around, they can say they won the first ever Blood and Guts match. Right. And you know what? I want to throw this out too. Let's look a little more wrestling history. One of the things that the four, four horsemen, when they were ruling the world, was they always outnumbered people. That was the that was a thing. You know, you had Dusty and Magnum. You, had, you know, and then then they brought in the Road Warriors, and then you know they, to try to even things up, and then Magnum got her. But they always would overwhelm it. Like beat up Ricky Morton, or they beat up somebody. You know what I mean? They would. It was always the numbers game. So what do you, what about this? Either we add a new member to the Pinnacle, and you know who I think it is. Um, uh, this this week, and and the, and thus continue the story. Or I I I've, I I've teased it all along. I think Sammy Guevara and MJF end up on the same side at some point. I think that that's a possibility too. Guevara is going to start the match. Um, I think he's going to start off against Spears, which I think is great for Spears. Right. This this is the best opportunity to showcase. John Spears. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited. This is probably the most excited I've been for Dynamite in, in a hot minute. I mean, they, they do a really good job of turning up for their big, uh, like, between pay-per-view shows that they do, like Bash at the Beach, Beach Bash, whatever you want to call it. Um, all of it. So I'm, I'm excited for this. And uh, you know, Ryan, I'm not, I'm not opposed to getting a little together for this one. So let me just make sure I got my schoolwork done. I would love that. Call, call out of work on Thursday. Probably not. I'm off. I'm off. I don't care. Sure. I, I probably can't be off. But but we can figure it out. Uh, any any last thoughts on blood and guts before it's uh, it's time for the plug? Um, I've never been I've never been so hyped for a single match. In probably a year, I'll just put it that way. Um, my bold prediction for this is this going to be this is going to be the highest rated dynamite. Ooh. I could see that. I could see that. There's not going to be a presidential uh, announcement to derail ratings, in my opinion. Unless somebody gets shot or there's oh, a bus explosion. Oh God! Don't put that out to the world. <laughs> I'm just saying, unless there's some catastrophic event then this should be the highest rated dynamite. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. Caught him with the plug. Yeah. You see it on your screen there. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, 
It's Kobe.com slash PWO123. It's as easy as 123 for the price of just a cup of coffee a day. You can support us doing shows like the WrestleCast Mondays and Thursdays. Um, on the YouTube, Alvarez versus Meltzer. Uh, the ref bump. We just said, like I like I stated earlier in the show, we just did G1 Supercard, Jeff and I. Um, Alvarez versus Meltzer. I've got a lot of classic reviews coming this week. So I'm really excited for that. You seem really excited for something. The occasional show that pops up on the YouTube? Mm-hmm. Uh, Prediction show. The two-man power trip, baby. There you go. <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. So yeah. Um later this week we'll have more details on Thursday. But we do have a uh WWE branded event that's this weekend. So wait, no, it's next weekend. What are I we doing two-man power 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 trip for? I'm just saying it it happens. It just pops up. We do it yeah. on the YouTube. Oh, I was like, shoot, man, don't do that to me. My schedule's already messed look, up. Look, I just anyway, the wrestling pay-per-view every weekend at this point. True. Um, but go check out the YouTube, essentially, is what we're saying. Also, nextgentn.net. Go check them out. Uh, their show, The Party Bowl. Oh, my God. June 27th. It's next month now. Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee. We do have our first match announced. Matt, what is it? It's going to be dollar twenty. It's going to be Matt Cross versus Davey Richards. Look, worth the price of admission itself tenfold. They are going to burn this place down. Guys, tickets are $18 for adults, 15 for children. Okay. And you get to see, uh, and you get to see Davey Richards in the ring. Also, It'll be a PWO exclusive. We will send one of our very own PWO crew members into the Davey Richards Wrestling Seminar to get the lowdown, and we will have a video posted for that that day. So, oh, gosh. Uh, and that is breaking news here on PWO. One of mm-hmm. us will be in that seminar getting the lowdown. Um, and we will eventually get Cody and Eddie back on the show here in a couple weeks as all the matches get announced. Um, and you know what? We need we we it's it's about time we do this. Okay, we need to get to a hundred subscribers. Okay, a hundred subscribers on the YouTube. Okay, by the time we get to the party bowl, and we'll give you a special treat. Okay, all right. All right. I like it. I like it. In intrigue. More details to follow. More right. details to follow, exactly. Hit, hit that subscribe button, guys. And with that, that is all we have for you for this incredible Monday night. Have a great week. Enjoy Blood and Guts, and we'll be back here on Thursday to tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, goodbye. Good night. For life. Bang. Even Marie's back. It's not a good day.